Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we celebrate and remember all things and everything classic TV. Today, we want to take a look at a TV show that I uh, had not seen in years. My sister has yet to see it. Um, I ran across it the other night on YouTube. I hadn't seen it in many, many years. Stevie TV show that I loved growing up. It didn't last very long, but I was very, very fond of it. And the TV show that I'm talking about is Palmerstown, USA. Or Palmerstown, because in the second season, the title was changed to Palmerstown. Now, Palmerstown was the brainchild, or Palmerstown, USA, was the brainchild of... Alex Haley, of course, the famous author who wrote the book Roots, and of course the miniseries, the very highly rated and celebrated miniseries that followed, and Norman Lear. Now here's a little backstory on how it all came into being. Norman Lear and Alex Haley met at a dinner party held by Helen Reddy. They hadn't met before, and you know they were trying to really talk, but people kept pulling them in different directions, and so they said they would get together over lunch, which they did a few days later. Well, they became friends, and about a year later, they got together again one day, and they started talking about their childhoods. Now, Alex Haley was born in Ithaca, New York, but he grew up in Henning, Tennessee. Norman Lear was from born and raised in Connecticut, but they're there were similarities with their childhoods and they thought that they could put those childhoods together and they would have a really good TV show. So that's how Palmer's Town USA came into being. Palmer actually was Alex Haley's middle name. Didn't know that until the other night when I was researching for this episode. I did this one by myself as well because again, it's a TV show that my sister has never seen. It ran on CBS for two seasons. It actually won an Emmy, as a matter of fact. It won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Art Direction in a TV Series. The show was very simple. It was a lot like The Waltons to me. It was set in the Great Depression, set in 1935. You had two boys, one black and one white. Booker T. Freeman and David Hall. These boys were nine years old, and they, of course, I mean, their families basically were kind of brought together because of their friendship. The families, well, okay, the the moms were pretty good friends. The dads were, you know, cordial with each other. They weren't exactly friends. They each had an older sibling, and they definitely were not friends. Uh, Booker T had an older sister, Diana. Well, David had an older brother, Willie Joe. But the families knew each other very well. And they, again, pretty much came together because of the friendship of, of Booker T and David. Now, in real life, Alex Haley had a very good friend. And he experienced a friendship like this, the friendship between these two boys. He was friends. His best friend was white, a white boy. And they were best friends from the ages of 7 to 12. When all of a sudden, one day, his best friend came to his house and told him, my dad says, I can't play with you anymore. It's time that you and I learn our places in society. Now, I'm not going to get off into a whole big racial discussion, but uh, I think that 
we all know exactly what that meant. Very disappointing. These boys had been so close. And all of a sudden, the friendship is just over out of the clear blue sky. And the reasoning behind it as well wasn't like they, you know, had a falling out or one of them moved away. But it was because of something that honestly is pretty sad to think about that a friendship would end for that reason. So honestly, um, Palmerstown, the funny thing about it is, like I said, the show didn't stand very long, and I'll get into why that was later. But I think if this show had stayed on for a while, I think knowing Alex Haley and Norman Lear, they probably were going to have David and Booker T kind of, you know, dist. Here's the thing I think that would have really been a good way to do it. Um... Stay true to what happened in Alex Haley's life. Booger T and David are no longer the best of friends, but maybe their older siblings become really good friends, or maybe their dads grow closer. Maybe their moms end up even becoming closer, and they still see each other, but they're just, you know, they're not the best friends that they once were. So much could have been done with this show. I really hate that it was on so briefly because we loved watching it in my house. We watched it every week. Uh, I think that my mom discovered it either by reading it in the newspaper or Jet Magazine because there was a cover story in Jet Magazine dated April the 3rd, 1980 about the show. But then again, this was after the show made its debut, this Jet cover story. So she had to found out from it, um, in another way. But I remember her telling me how excited she was that there was a brand new show coming on, written by, produced by Norman Lear and Alex Haley. And I thought it was great too, because of course I was very familiar with who they were, although I was only, you know, eight, nine years old myself. So we just knew it was going to be a really good show, and sure enough, it was. Now, the entire pilot which originally aired on March the 20th, 1980, is on YouTube. And that's what I saw the other night. And um, it, it was just so much fun to see again. It was so heartwarming. It really warmed and touched my heart to see Palmerstown again, to hear those names again, the names of the characters. I had forgotten all about W.D. Hall and Willie Joe and Luther and Bessie. I had forgotten about those names and I had forgotten pretty much everything about the show. And uh, I had not forgotten the show itself, but I'd forgotten so many of the specifics and being reunited with that was wonderful. And after watching that, I, I went over and I looked at some other clips. There are no other full episodes on YouTube, at least not as of yet. Get TV used to bring Palmer's Town, but uh, this was uh, a couple of years ago, I believe. They're not bringing it at the moment. But uh, there are a few other clips very, uh, you know, like five minute clips. I think the longest clip of Palmer's Town is maybe 10 minutes. But I watched all of those as well. And again, it was just so much fun to go back and and rediscover that heartwarming TV show. One thing about this show uh, that some of you probably don't know is that it was the TV show that introduced us to Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox portrayed David Hall's older brother, Willie Joe. And it's funny because, I mean, I was only eight, nine years old. But when I was watching the show in its early episodes, I noticed Michael J. Fox. 
And I said to myself, that guy is going to be a big star. I kid you not. That was my take on Michael J. Fox. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Uh, More on him later. But he was really good on the show. He was the typical bossy older brother David and Willie Joe not very close they loved each other but they you know they weren't very close they were you know like your typical lots of brothers are you know arguing and you know fighting a lot and things like that but they the love was there uh they just didn't show it very much as for Booker T he had an older sister as I said earlier Diana and, uh, you know, they each also had baby sisters. And uh, so, yeah, if you haven't seen Palmerstown before, or if you haven't seen it in a long time, or if you just like to see Michael J. Fox's first TV series, I definitely recommend going and checking out the pilot. Now, again, these boys were best friends in the Depression era in the South. Uh, they actually, because, you know, as I said, um, Alex Haley grew up in Tennessee, so of course the show was based in the South just the same way. Uh, Booker T's father, Luther, was the local blacksmith, while David's dad, W.D., was the grocer in town. Again, the show made its debut on March the 20th, 1980. It was, um, I remember it very, very well. It had a two-hour, it was a two-hour episode, and that was the debut, the the pilot episode, if you will. And then right afterwards, at 9 o'clock, 10 Eastern, Knott's Landing came on. So that was a really great time slot for Palmerstown, Thursday nights right before Knott's Landing. And that, I think, is where it should have stayed. Uh, again, more on that a little bit later. And also, speaking of not slanding, interestingly enough, the very next night, March the 21st, 1980, was the day or the night when J.R. Ewing was shot over on Dallas. That episode, uh, we have an episode coming up about the whole who shot J.R. Um, Experience, because that's, that's exactly what it was. That's coming up sometime next month, so you probably want to stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, um, TV was so much fun to watch in those days, and one of the reasons why is because of shows like Dallas, Knott's Landing, and Palmerstown, USA. But um, anyway, the boys, I looked at the cover story in Jet Magazine that I mentioned, and it gave details about the show, and it gave details about the two boys who portrayed Booker T and David. Now, Booker T was portrayed by Jermaine Hodge Johnson. He was from Houston. He was in third grade. Not sure how these boys were cast, but they really did, really did a good job in casting them. David was portrayed by Brian Godfrey Wilson. He was a fifth grader from Mobile, Alabama. And according to what the article said in Jet Magazine, these two boys got along very, very well. They loved to play together in real life, just as they did on the show. They had a lot of fun together, and they were, you know, really uh, were cast very, very well. As a matter of fact, the entire cast was brilliant. I mean, you had Beeson Carroll as W.D. Hall. You had Jono Allen as Bessie Freeman. Bill Duke as Luther Freeman. I mean, the cast was absolutely fantastic. The chemistry was amazing amongst these players. 
Now, why did Palmerstown not last longer than it did? Well, first of all, there was the actor strike of 1980. And all the TV shows came back late. The TV shows in those days always came back in September. But due to the after strike, the TV shows didn't return until November. Some didn't come back until December. Some didn't even come back until January of 1981. I don't think that that helped at all, especially with Palmerstown being a brand new show. But what I really, I read in, uh, there's not a whole lot of information about Palmerstown online, but I looked up everything I could find. There was an article I read where uh, like a TV critic blamed the two boys for the reason why the show didn't last longer. He claimed that the boys were just not experienced actors enough to be able to capture and hold on to the audience's attention. Well, they were not experienced. That's true. You know, um, these were their first acting jobs. But I think that the other cast members were so good. The other actors, their portrayals were so on point that any inexperience that the two boys had was pretty much swallowed up in the fact that the other actors were so good. So I kind of don't think that that was the reason for it. This is the reason why Palmerstown USA did not last longer than it did. When it returned for the 1980-81 season, CBS moved it from Thursday nights before Knots Landing to Tuesday nights, opposite Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, which were still huge ratings grabbers as of the fall of 1980. Even with Ron Howard's departure, because he and Donnie Most left the show in 1980, well, Happy Days was still, you know, a, a big ratings bonanza. Because you still had the Fonz, and you still had the Cunninghams, and Potsy, and Judy Piccolo. So it was still, you know, very viable competition. Literally any show that went up against those two didn't stand a chance. That's why the Richard Pryor show didn't stand very long because it aired opposite Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley. And it was on for about maybe a month or longer. Plus, it was really controversial at the same time. But the main thing that did it was that time slot. That's what caused Palmerstown to have such a short run, being on Tuesday nights. Now, I don't remember how I was able to juggle that, to be honest with you, because I was still watching Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley, but I also loved Palmerstown. I think that probably we watched Palmerstown because my mother liked Palmerstown more than Happy Days. and She liked Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley back then, but she liked Palmerstown more. And I think that we watched Palmerstown the most. And I had to catch up with Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley during the summer reruns, if I recall correctly. But uh, that was the reason why the show didn't last longer than it did. And it's unfortunate because, again, it really, really was a good show. The last episode aired on June the 9th, 1981. This episode was when David's mom, Cora Lee, decides to become a teacher. She's a substitute teacher for a while. Her husband, W.D., definitely opposed to the idea, uh, but she does it anyway, and it just basically showed the obstacles that she had, you know, teaching for the first time uh, with the kids and with, you know, I think a couple of the parents, and then the 
uh, the principal, you know, fell in love with her. And of course, WD was no support at all. So uh, that was a really good episode. And unfortunately, that was the last episode. Now, what I went and did, because honestly, other than Michael J. Fox and Bill Duke, I I didn't know what happened to the rest of the cast. So to research this episode, I went and looked up all the cast members on both Internet Movie Database and Wikipedia because I wanted to know what happened to everybody. Well, Michael J. Fox, we know what happened to him. Michael J. Fox ended up being cast in Family Ties the following year, 1982, and the rest is history. He ended up becoming a megastar, starring in films like Back to the Future and The Secret of My Success. So uh, the the funny thing is, had Palmerstown stayed on longer and had he continued to be Willie Joe on Palmerstown, who would they have cast as Alex P. Keaton? I've been wondering about that the past couple of days. Who would have been Alex on Family Ties? But uh, so we all know what happened to Michael J. Fox. Again, he went on to do Spin City and, you know, he was, you know, won an an Emmy for his role as Alex on Family Ties. Very successful career. I think he doesn't really act very much anymore because, of course, he has battled Parkinson's disease for many years. And uh, we wish him nothing but the best because Michael J. Fox has brought a lot of joy and humor to so many of us. My sister, definitely one of her first crushes in life. Uh, She has a very special place in her heart for Michael J. Fox, as do I. I didn't have a crush on him, but I've always liked him. Going back to the days of him being Willie Joe over on Palmerstown, Willie Joe Hall. And there is, by the way, a clip of some of the best of Willie Joe. It's on that channel I mentioned, the Norman Lear Expe- uh, uh, Experience channel. Because of, uh, of course, Norman Lear, you know, produced this show. And it's about nine, ten minutes long, and it shows the best of Willie Joe. Again, it shows you that what I said back then was true, that you could tell that that boy was headed for really amazing things. He was headed for superstardom, and that is exactly what he got, and that's exactly what he deserved. But as for the rest of the cast members of the show, I, again, looked them up individually, and here's what I found out. Now, Jono Allen portrayed Bessie Freeman, David's, oh, not David's mother, Booker T's mother. Of course, before Palmerstown, she was in the episodes of All in the Family and What's Happening. She also was in an episode of um, Battle of the Network Stars during the run of Palmerstown. Also, she was on Match Game. But after Palmerstown came to an end, she was on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. She was in the soap opera Generations. She was also in ER also in the TV show Girlfriends, and she's still acting, as a matter of fact. Her latest uh, movie uh, is in Miss D's Kitchen. It's in post-production to be released next year. Not sure what it's about, but yeah, she's still a beautiful woman. She always was so attractive to me, and um, so she's still out there acting, still, you know, doing her thing. I would have loved to have seen some of these cast members come back together at least one time and work together at least once more but anyway she's still out there acting as is bill duke who portrayed her husband luther hall of course before palmerstown 
Bill Duke was in Car Wash. He was Abdullah. If you've seen that movie, you remember Abdullah. He was my favorite character in the movie, along with Lonnie, portrayed by Ivan Dixon. But he also, before Palmerstown, was in episodes of Kojak, Starsky and Hutch, and Charlie's Angels. Now, Bill Duke went on to not only continue to be an actor, because he's still acting now, he too uh, is, uh, was in a film called Premonition. It too is in post-production. He uh, became a very successful, prolific director. Some of the TV shows and movies that Bill Duke has directed over the years include Action Jackson, Law and Order, Amen, Miami Vice, Knott's Landing, Dallas, Sister Act 2, Falcon Crest, Matlock, Hunter, Fame, Cagney and Lacey, A Rage in Harlem, and New York Undercover. So he too went on to do very well after Palmer's Town came to an end. He's a marvelous director, a marvelous actor. He was actually my favorite character on the show, to be honest with you. I loved Luther Freeman. He was my favorite. Still is. After having seen the pilot the other night and all the other clips on YouTube, he's still my favorite. Uh, But uh, he, again, still acting, still directing, still very much involved in his career. And uh, yeah, he very, very talented man. Now, as we take a look at uh, the Hall family, you have Beeson Carroll, who portrayed W.D. Hall. I never knew what W.D. stood for. I still don't know. But just the name W.D. is so funny to me. It, it, just, it just fits the character. It fits him perfectly. Of course, he was, you know, the father of David and the father of Willie Joe. He was the husband of Coralie. And, yeah, he, that was just the perfect name for the character. Before... Palmerstown, Beeson Carroll was in episodes of Good Times, One Day at a Time, and uh, he actually portrayed uh, the guy, again, I've never really watched MASH a whole lot, but I do know that Margaret Houlihan, aka Hot Lips, got married. Well, he portrayed the guy that who uh, Hot Lips married. So those are some of the credits that he had prior to Palmerstown. After the show ended, he was also in episodes of Hill Street Blues, Miami Vice, Another World, One Life to Live. He was also in the movie Separate but Equal, starring Sidney Poitier and Burt Lancaster. He's the only cast member from um, Palmerstown who's passed away. He passed away in 2018 at the age of 83. Really good actor. Everything I've ever seen him in, he was really good. Next of all, we have Janice St. John, who portrayed uh, W.D.'s wife, Mother to David and Willie Joe, Cora Lee. I always thought she was a beautiful woman, very attractive. I uh, she's also a very good actress. I didn't find a lot on her though. Um, I didn't even find a birth year for her. The only other credits I found for Janice St. John uh, were she was in The Gift of the Magi in 1980, and then First Steps. It was a TV movie in 1985. That's all I could find for her, unfortunately. Um, I also looked up the actress who portrayed Diana Freeman, uh, Booker T's older sister. She was portrayed by star Shima Babatoon. 
I always used to bungle her name when I was a kid. I felt so badly about that. I hope I didn't bungle it now as well. Uh, hope not. I found out that she, you know, the album, uh, Stevie Wonder's masterpiece album from the 70s, 1976, to be exact, Songs in the Key of Life. Well, she sang on that on that album. I, I had no idea. I did not know that she actually sang on that. Uh, she was a vocalist on that award-winning album. She was in the brief uh, TV series Muggsy, which aired from 1976 to 77. She was in Fire with Fire from 1986 and New Nightmare from 1994. That's how I found on her. As for the actors who portrayed the boys, well, Jermaine H. Johnson, who was Booker T., had another acting credit after Palmerstown. He was in the episode of Trapper John MD in 1981. And then he was in the George McKenna story from 1986, a TV movie which starred Denzel Washington. Now, as for the actor who portrayed his best friend, David, I looked him up as well. And if you're hearing some crackling, it's the paper. I'm very old school. I write down everything. (laughs) So I wrote all of these notes out by hand. Um, Brian G. Wilson or Brian Godfrey Wilson, there were no other acting credits for him. The only acting credit that was listed by his name was, you know, his role as David in Palmerstown. So that's what has happened to the rest of the cast of the show. But uh, I have to tell you, my childhood was not perfect. You know, definitely, absolutely not. But it was a lot of fun. And Palmerstown, watching that show every week with my family, with my mom, was one of the most fun things that I did as a kid. Yes, it was a short-lived TV show. There were only 17 episodes, believe it or not. But those 17 episodes brought a lot of delight and a lot of joy and happiness into my home and into my little life. And I'm so happy to have rediscovered it all these years later on YouTube the other night by watching the pilot. I can't tell you how much it has warmed my heart over the past few days. Just thinking about watching that show as a kid and having watched the pilot again and having seen these wonderful actors work together and work together so beautifully and having seen what Alex Haley and Norman Lear created together. Now, as for Alex Haley, he passed away um, in 1992. February the 20th, 1992, at the age of 70, he died of a heart attack in Seattle. He was working on another book or another movie, one of the two at the time, which he was unfortunately not able to complete. Of course, Norman Lear is still with us at the age of 100. He celebrated his 100th birthday back in July. But at that TV show, again, it just, again, it warmed my heart and it just, it it brought me so much happiness and so much joy to see it again. I can't even really put it into words. Uh, I'm probably going to go watch the pilot again sometime soon. Going to introduce the show to my sister. Now, I have mentioned it to her. Our mom has mentioned it to her. Uh, But I want her to see her crush Michael J. Fox in his first TV show. That right there, and the fact, in addition to the fact that it was such a good TV show to begin with, that right there is a huge incentive for her to watch Palmerstown USA. 
Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of Two Sisters in the TV. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll have a brand new episode for you next week. Thank you for listening, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Thank you again for being a part of our podcast journey. As we took a look back at Palmerstown, USA. Again, if you'd like to check it out or if you'd like to... Because some of the comments on some of the videos on YouTube... A lot of the people who commented remember the show. There are some who said they'd never seen it, never heard of it. But quite a few of the comments are from people who remember it like I do. And they, you know, I haven't seen it in years. Can Where can we see the whole episode, all the episodes? And is it available on DVD? And I don't think it is, unfortunately. I don't think it's available on DVD, not even the pilot. But thank God for YouTube, where we can all go and see the pilot again. I won't go into what the pilot is about. I don't want to spoil the surprise for those of you who've never seen it before or you haven't seen it in a long time. Because when I first saw it, I didn't remember anything about the pilot. I didn't remember anything that happened. So I will not spoil it for any of you. But uh, yeah, please go and check it out. You won't be disappointed. And until the next episode, again, thank you so much for joining us. And we will see you all on the next episode.